This is the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, October 31st. Uh, it was a pretty busy evening and morning of news, a lot to unpack. The futures were trading flat all morning up until about five minutes ago when Bloomberg crossed an article. Uh, this is about 5.05 a.m. talking about how China is doubtful about achieving a long-term trade deal with the United States. Um, it is somewhat of an unnecessary headline. Um you know, I don't understand why they chose to do it with big, bold, red headlines at this time of morning where there's no one around, very thin liquidity, but it really doesn't say anything new. The whole market is doubtful that the US and China will achieve a long-term trade deal. The most that most people assume will happen is this phase one agreement in November, and that's pretty much it. So you can call it phase one and done, um, and that will be all that occurs between now and November 2020, the election. Um, so the futures are getting hit on that. They're down about seven points at this point. But, uh, you know, like I said, that article really is not anything incremental at all. Phase one should be the main focus. Despite APEC being canceled yesterday in Chile for domestic political reasons, both sides, China and the U.S., made encouraging comments about how talks are still on track. They still aim to achieve an accord um, in November um, and again, the, this is, uh, you know, essentially just increased agricultural purchases and then some relatively minor changes on, on IP rules. Um, it's not a substantial deal and you're really just avoiding incremental escalation, which was kind of the whole point of it, um, which is, again, why I think the market at 3050 really assumes and prices a lot of that in. You're going to have to get to the point where you're starting to rescind some existing tariffs, both on the U.S. and Chinese side. Um, and that just doesn't seem really likely at this point. Although I will say there was an article on Reuters overnight talking about how the Chinese government may rescind some existing tariffs in place on U.S. agricultural imports as part of an objective to achieve that 40 to $50 billion uh, purchase demand. Um, so a lot, a lot on trade at that point, but I would just say the Bloomberg article of 505 can be ignored. The phase one talks and process is still on track for a November agreement, the S&P at 3050 prices in phase one. So that's kind of everything on trade. Uh, it's turning to everything else this morning. Uh, a lot of economic data out this morning, I would say that probably the most important were the Chinese MBS PMIs. For the, These are the first big economic data point for the month of October, and they came in pretty weak. So you know, I think investors were hopeful that you would start to see some stabilization in these numbers out of China, especially on the manufacturing front, and you really didn't. Um, they didn't collapse, you know, they didn't collapse, but they certainly fell short of expectations. And the details also were underwhelming, too. So there's not a lot of uh, there aren't a lot of signs that uh, manufacturing in China, at least, is really um, stabilizing much. The BOJ largely uneventful. They left policy unchanged. Um, there were a decent amount of people that thought they could ease further at this point. But it's it's really regard, um, you know, it, it doesn't matter much for for U.S. equities, the BOJ is is probably the most irrelevant major central bank on the planet, especially with regards to U.S. stocks. Um, a lot of earnings out of the U.S. overnight, and then in Europe and Asia too. Um, you know, Apple and Facebook are by far the big ones. Both were pretty strong. Um, Apple had a solid quarter. EPS beat was inflated by tax, but still they beat across the board, um, and the guidance was solid as well. Facebook had a strong quarter, but I think the more incremental part came on the call where management gave 2020 expense and OPEX, I'm sorry, expense and CapEx guidance, um, and both numbers came in uh, less than feared. So definitely a positive on that front. You know, historically, Facebook um, late in the call would give expense guidance that, and that sometimes would disappoint investors. But for the last few quarters, um, they definitely seem to be getting a little bit more discipline with regards to spending. 
Um, that is kind of everything this morning. Um, you know, like I said, China, China trade, data, and earnings are the, are really the big areas of focus. We're coming up on another busy morning of earnings in the U.S. Although this is definitely the peak, um, the volume starts to fall pretty meaningfully um, starting tonight, and then and then next week as well. Although there still are a few important companies left to report. Um, and that is essentially it for today. Nothing too important on the eco data front. Um, and then it looks like the next time the U.S. and China are going to be talking on trade will be tomorrow. Uh, they have a phone call scheduled to to discuss more on this phase one process. Um, and then just quickly to kind of circle back on the Fed yesterday, you know, it was very much in line with expectations where they cut rates and then Powell signaled somewhat implicitly, you know, he didn't really explicitly put it in the statement, but the press conference um, definitely suggested that they are done easing at this point in time, barring some um, substantially material change in, in the economic trajectory. Um, so they're really, I, you know, I, I thought the whole, the whole, both policy and, and the guidance were very much consistent with expectations. Um, you, you, one could make the argument that Powell also suggested that it's very, very, very unlikely the Fed is going to be hiking anytime soon. So that was kind of an incremental wrinkle that you could argue was a, a positive surprise. But, um, like I said, I think the Fed was very much in line with expectations and, you know, I think it's kind of moving, fading out of the view with the focus right back on trade. Uh, so that is pretty much it for today. And then just quickly tomorrow, um, the big economic data, the US, you have jobs at 30. But like I said, that's going to be very messy because of GM. I think the more important number will be the manufacturing ISM at 10am tomorrow. Uh, so that is it for today. Thanks, everyone for listening.